This is Roderick Strong, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron. Tyler Bear and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. I want a lot Heron. Welcome you to episode 221 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on... You can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Plod, Beyond Plod, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, just search Wrestling News or Cod Podcast. What? Where are you sending our listeners? Codcast. You want some good cod? What if someone actually was trying to find us and now they have no fucking idea? Podcast, not Codcast. Podcast. What if they're just like. We looked at like our little Google like numbers or whatever, and there's like a gazillion people searching WNS podcast, but <laughs> no one is searching WNS podcast. Um, cool. Please follow us on Twitter at WNS podcast. Well, if they're listening to us, I would <clears throat> hope that they know where to find us. Hey man, well, I want to watch. I want to listen about wrestling, not COD. Let's talk about fish. Uh, yeah. Follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel. Hey, motherfuckers! Can I say this shit and then you can fuck off for a few minutes? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You can follow Daniel at W. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck y'all's Twitters, and I don't give a shit. (coughs) Oh, come on. Hey, come on, Doug. You're almost there. Nah, man. Nah, man. I blame a bear. You can't say podcast. Podcast. World's number one. Podcast, sorry, best number one most. So welcome to the show. Got a little bit to talk about. We're gonna dive into some feedback. Talk about raw. Maybe dive into some lucha underground. Talk about Q and A. Good stuff. So Tyler, how you doing? Tired. Tired. Yes. Ready for that wedding, huh? Yes. Ever closer. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right, Doug. How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know. This week on the uh, on the radio show, which you can download. By going to sportsradiobeaumont.com or download the Sports Radio Beaumont app on your smartphone device. We cover good plug, a, good plug. Yeah, cover a lot of hot topics. So if there's anything we covered or that we did not cover on this on the podcast, not the podcast, the podcast, then make sure you download the Sports Radio Beaumont app and check that out as well. So a lot of good topics we talked about. Should, you should do that. Yeah, you should. We played a trivia game and we we did, we did yeah. embarrassingly bad. <laughs> And then, then we got called out on one of the answers, or a possible answer, and it just threw. Now the, the whole the whole thing's in question. Now, yeah, the whole game is in question. So we could have just we might have just wasted our our time doing that. But it but was fun. It was fun. So make sure you listen to it, and uh, it's good stuff. So welcome to the show. Diving into some feedback. First bit of feedback we have is from Bazooka Majin saying, "My dream match: WrestleMania 32, Rusev versus Master P." In a no-limit tank match, winner is given the title of the ultimate no-limit soldier and will now be licensed the catchphrase, uh, also a great show. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. nah. 
<laughs> so thanks for listening. We certainly appreciate it, and that's an interesting uh, fantasy match. Maybe one day we'll see it. So f- last bit of feedback we have is... Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to gloss over the Victor feedback. I saw that. Huh? I saw the feedback from Victor proving me right. You're not going to gloss over that. I'm not, I am I won't allow it. It's not on here. Oh, well, I'll find it. You can <laughs> I'm gonna damn sure find the one saying I'm right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead with that. Uh, okay, what with happened? So fun, nothing. I don't he's know trying he's to gloss over about. some feedback of uh, from me, from our boy Victor, who is uh, someone called you an asshole. Oh, yeah. the food Smart. stuff for the food industry he called me an asshole. So why you did know. So I, you're trying to pretend like you didn't know. Why would I read someone calling me an asshole? <laughs> you don't have to. I'm going to. Just okay. go, you read that one. I'm All going right. to read it. Next bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, Great episode, guys. This is honestly becoming one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you, sir. Thanks again. So, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Really cool stuff. Who said that? Ace McSpade. Thanks, Ace, for having questionable yeah. taste in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Ace, that's a uh, guy from Top Gun. Oh, you fucking deleted it. No, I didn't. Oh, it's not here. Did you check posts by others? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Oh, let me see if I can pull it up. I promise you I did not delete it. Victor, he's tampering with your shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> let him know what's up. No, I promise you I did not. Let's see. Let's see if we can find it. Go into the, do, do, go into do, the do, Facebook do, page. Do, 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 do. That's the hard There it is, right there. So since you can't find it, it, have it, on the it does not exist. What? Let me read it. <laughs> says, hey guys, thanks as always for your show. So there you go. You're welcome. Looking to spread some indie, indie love. love. Hope so, you can plug the... Yeah, let's plug that. So if you're in, let's see, Hadley, Massachusetts, go to 162 Russell Street for Pioneer Valley Pro Wrestling. It's their seventh year anniversary event wow. taking nice. place Saturday, April 11th. Looks like you have the Devastation Corporation on the card from here. Yes, Devastation Corporation versus nice. Punk Rock Pow Wow. Hmm, never heard of them. No. I'm pretty familiar with Devastation Corporation. They're a really fun tag team that's uh, pretty much like Chikara Mainstays. Well, I wouldn't say Mainstays, but they've been there for a few years now. But uh, yeah, they're fun. Tickets are just $10 for adults, 5 for kids under 10. Bell time at 7 p.m. Doors open at 6.15. Go to Facebook.com slash Pioneer Valley Pro. I swear to God that More Victor said something that. about me being right about the... Let me see. I guess not. Hang so. on, hang on. Go down. <laughs> Go down. Okay. Doug, Daniel sad. is an asshole between the two of you. Never worked in the food service, but I've seen it done for years. Yeah, I, Victor is smart, says, dude. Thanks smart again guy. for everything, oh. guys. Sorry for not responding earlier. Sorry, Victor. You, Your head's on straight. We know <laughs> you're a busy man. You're dead to me. And as long as you keep on being really intelligent like you just dead were, to me. you can you know, choose to chime in at any time frame you see fit. <laughs> as long as you keep it intelligent like you just did. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks for the feedback. Certainly appreciate it. So make sure to Trying go. Trying to dodge it. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I like when people criticize me. I have to like I get into fights with them and offend them, and they never listen to our show again. <laughs> you, you like just try to forget like it. Does, you try to play like it didn't even happen. I don't know what you're talking. At least about, I have sir. the decency to fight with these motherfuckers mm-hmm. about how they're wrong and I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Good stuff. Let's dive on into raw. No. Well, oh, I can. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. You guys can. Yeah. That's why it's a three-man show. My cable was not installed yet, so I found different means in order to watch it. How did you find it? I'm not going to say. So, uh, 
I will say this. Kick down the door of his neighbor's no. house. And like, guess what, motherfucker? I'm coming in. No, I could just go across the street because the guy living there just had back surgery, so he'd be no challenge to me. Okay. So, not that I would do it, but saying if I had to. Um, but no, I will say this. Sky Sports has some really weird commercials, and I don't like the way they come back from commercial. But that's really? just me. Yeah, it's really weird. Is that a Canadian thing? Uh, it's UK. UK. Okay. What's yeah. weird? It's just their commercials are done, and they have like the raw like banner or whatever going, you know. And you hear that tonight is the night, and then all of a sudden it's just boom back from commercial. Here's the action. Huh? Yeah. Tonight's the night, please. My whole crew makes cheese. Tonight's the night. Is that what you heard? So back up on these. Tonight is the night. <laughs> God. Is that what y'all are saying? I would saying? like to hear that. That's not what I heard. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we kick, kick Raw off with the authority coming out, minus Triple H and Stephanie, because apparently they're on vacation. Uh, Seth Rollins you know, saying, it was a great night at WrestleMania. I won the championship. Uh, big show. He won the Battle Royal. Uh, Kane, Kane was there. So it kind of seems like they're, you know, sort of taunting Kane a little bit. Well, they've done this before, right? Yeah, saying, where, where have you been lately? What have you been up to? What have you done for us lately? So it kind of it kind of begs the question, do you think they're going to be turning Kane face soon? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I mean, it, do, it doesn't matter because they do it so frequently for him. Like, oh, it, has no, it has no value for, yeah. like, no, oh, my gosh, you know, feeling. But I, I just I don't know what they're going to be doing with it. So that leads to a match between Randy Orton and Kane. Very short matchup. Orton wins via disqualification after Kane hit Orton with a, uh, a steel chair. So nothing really to add from that. But after that, we got to see a backstage segment uh, between Seth Rollins and Kane. Brad Maddox was there. For That's random. I thought he got released. He, he was fired, but apparently he's just been hanging around somewhere and... I mean, I thought he got released. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But sure enough, I that mean, was there he super was. random. He was talking to him, and it, like Maddox didn't even say anything. He was just there. He did say something. Oh but. yeah, but I don't. I don't even remember what it was. But um, so Seth Rollins comes up. He said, "Please, my Hulk." <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. So uh, y'all know who that is? Uh-uh. No, Chris Cross. Oh my god, oh, that's wow. awesome. You're going old school on us now. <laughs> Chris Cross, make it jump, jump. Come on, that's a way deeper cut than the the, the huge hit single. Come on, man. <laughs> that's the only thing I know. I remember their song, I Missed the Bus, because I was like in elementary school, and that was like in our little music book. Anyways, so uh, that leads into a match between Seth Rollins and Neville. Uh, really cool stuff. They gave him a little different uh, entrance. Intro. Yeah. yeah entrance. Sort of a, you know, I see where that where where they're going with. Whenever the the rumors were going, they're going to have him sort of like do this Mighty Mouse kind of gimmick. He's going to look like a superhero. You know, he comes out in the cave, which is pretty cool. Um, I, you know, I don't have any issues with with as long as they're doing, as long as they're letting him be him in the ring. What they're doing for his entrance, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, and because the match itself was great, uh, Seth Rollins versus Neville, they got to they got to shine for a little bit. They got a, a decent amount of time. Yeah, uh, Seth Rollins did end up getting the victory thanks to like some distraction from J and J security. Neville should have won though. Yeah, I mean he could have, but you don't want you know, it, it would have been a great shine for him. But 
the match itself was enough of a shine for him because it, so? it established him with the crowd. The crowd was definitely behind him. There was a huge NXT chant to start it. So, yeah, it was, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, people people know who this guy is at least, or at least a good a good portion of the crowd. Uh, and it was a chance for the for the people who haven't seen NXT to get a look at him and be like, wow, this guy, you know, give him some time. He's going to be a good threat. So I enjoyed it. But after that, uh, like I said, Rollins did end up getting the victory. That took us to the uh, the next matchup. Cena uh, doing the United States Open Challenge. You like that? I do. I really do. Um, you know, I, I would prefer if the uh, if the announcers put a little bit more importance behind it, which in a sense they are. You know, saying, "Wow, you know, it's you know, John Cena is offering the chance to anyone, but what happens if he loses to, before he faces Rusev?" But you know the. Remember the days when there there would be a championship match and they they would make it feel a little bit bigger. Like oh, we don't get to see a championship match too often on on Raw. You know, I, I would prefer if they made that a little more important. Yeah, but you know, the match itself was fine. Uh, Stardust answered the challenge. You know, if if you follow wrestling anytime over the last decade, you know who's going to win this match. So Cena does end up getting the win, but I you know. Again, it was another good showing for Stardust, at least. Yeah. So, not too bad. But after that, we got to see some tag team action featuring the Divas, Paige and Naomi, going up against the Bella Twins. Uh, any thoughts on this matchup? Uh, I'm trying to remember who got the win on that. Uh, Naomi got the pin. I don't know why I'm blanking on that. Yeah. But, I mean, it was kind of a short match. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it was entertaining. It was, it was fine for what it was. Uh, Page another partner because AJ. Yeah, AJ retired. Yeah. And uh, you know, like we said, if you if you listen to Sports Radio Beaumont, download the app. You can hear our thoughts on uh, on AJ saying farewell. So definitely check yeah. that out. But Paige and Naomi end up getting the victory over Bella Twins. Uh, after that, we got to see a backstage promo featuring the pli- uh, primetime players. Mm-hmm. And they were sort of mocking the New Day and the Ascension. Uh, they were doing hillish that? stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, they were just mocking them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily hillish, yeah, but, but more like, we're but, the Ascension and we're stupid. You know. Yeah, but faces wouldn't mock. Mm. True faces wouldn't mock. And these days, it's blurred. Yeah. Like, faces do hill things, hillish mm-hmm. things. But um, I guess I had no, nothing, I mean, like, nothing to say about it. It was just, yeah, um, they're putting importance on them if they're doing that thing. Then yeah, they're starting to at least um, build the tag team division again. Well, also what I mean is they're putting more importance on that tag team for them to primetime players. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't see them last week on Raw, so at least we're getting them at you know some focus on them. Heck, man, do uh, primetime players versus uh, Cesaro and Kid? I would like that. Yeah. We'll have to see if they can rise up through the ranks, but uh, I'm I'm sorry, but like Ascension's really not doing anything for me. They're not doing nothing with them either. Yeah, they, so I mean, it's sad for them to be called up onto the main roster. They mm-hmm. don't really have too much. They had a little bit, then they're like, well, they were crushing brought, them. They're they crushing were, them. Yeah, they were brought up to be a joke. That's sad. It is. It's like you have these guys who have been well established in NXT, and then nope, we're just gonna forget that. Same with the Wyatt family. They spent all that time in NXT developing their characters, being the Wyatt family. They come in, dominate, do really good stuff. That's the shits, man. It really is. It's like, 
you and then a year to, later they split them up. I wonder if like how many people in NXT, unless they're really confident what they're doing, like I'm afraid to go onto the main roster because mm-hmm. I may be lost. Absolutely, it's just I mean it's really sad to uh, to see that because you know you work you take all this time developing your character, making it work, it gets over with the crowd. And there's a lot of people that's been not successful mm-hmm. from. You got your Adam Rose, Bo Dallas, just to name a couple. And they were successful. Well, I don't not Adam Rose's Adam Rose character. Was not too the quick. Adam Rose character. His was way but like, too Bo quick. Bo Dallas was successful in NXT. Yeah, he spent a lot of time in NXT getting over as a heel. Um Ascension. Ascension was a great one. And now and now look at where they're where they've gone. I mean, it's just sad. But, uh apparently Big E was doing good. Yeah, Big E was like dominant. Where he had the the five second challenge. That's where the whole "I need five thing in his theme song came from. Yeah, like three's not enough. I need five. You know, I'm gonna beat my opponent until he can't count. You know, until the ref counts to five instead of a three count. I don't know. I mean, I I kind of feel have feeling like it, why can't everyone be successful? Yeah, know? I mean, it's just you gotta have winners and losers, but not that gonna, many losers. Yeah, well, you know, for every one winner, you gotta have one loser, but. It sucks. Yeah, it does. It's it's really sad to see. But after that, we got to see Ryback go up against Luke Harper because they announced, uh, you know, during the opening segment that there was going to be a triple threat match between Randy Orton, Ryback, and Roman Reigns to determine the number one contender. So, uh, you know, again, if you followed the product in the last few years, you know the direction in which they're going. So there's not much of a challenge. So, you know, it's sad to see that Luke Harper had to, had to take the loss, but, yeah. you know, Ryback ended up getting the win. You know, also, uh, I thought, like we talked about a while back, but like out of the whites, I thought Luke Harper would skyrocket. He did it for mm-hmm. a little bit, and then also Eric Rowan was skyrocketed up a little bit. Now he's... It wasn't even on Raw this week. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, if if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know? If you've got a great, if you got a good, solid stable. They realized they, they made a mistake with primetime players. They yeah. broke them up. They had nothing for them. And now, look, they're back together. Well, they were hoping that they would both be able to swim. And unfortunately, they, they both sank. And so, you know, Titus O'Neil began to develop well enough. And they said, okay, well, we're going to toss you back in the mix, you know, with, with the primetime players. So hopefully, we'll get a, a good run with these guys uh, in the focus as well. But I mean, why why split up the Wyatt family? Was there need for it? No. There was there was one time it looked like they were going to be the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. You could have them as tag champs, and you could have Wyatt holding the WWE title. You know, have some dominance or something. Like what what is the WWE's issue with stables that just cannot stay together? Like, I, know. I, I know eventually over the course of time, they split up. They go their separate ways. You got to build some Someone stars. Someone in their likes to split tag teams early. Or yeah. they look for some sort of signs like, oh, that means they have to split. Hey, I know these guys did really well as a team, but let's see how they do individually um, when we're already overcrowded in the roster. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. So, anyways, if Ryback ends up getting the victory, we got a, a New Day promo backstage where... Uh, they were addressing the fans saying New Day sucks. And, you know, they were saying, you know, it really hurts. It hurts that, that we can't make these people happy. And, you know, whenever whenever we're unhappy, we clap. So that's what we do. That's what we do. So um, Clap or snap. Clap or snap. That's right. So, they eventually snap. Yeah. And so it, that's that's sort of like 
the tease right there. It's like if we're if we're not clapping, we're gonna snap. So it's sort of leading to an eventual heel turn. They got the clap. They got the clap. That's right. The clap. So I don't know. Uh, there you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's Good crisscross. <laughs> That's crisscross. Yeah. Well, it's when they. It's like they're the one where they were older. Hmm. Their their later album. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> are, they still toge- are they still together? I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. Uh, Tell us more about crisscross on this podcast. I blew. I like. I blew my wad on the deep cut crisscross reference of the song that people hadn't heard before. Come on. Sorry. So, uh, so Doug, what are your thoughts on uh, on the new day? Should should they go heel? It seems like they might be going this direction. I think they're sort of like playing into the, the reaction or whatever. Yeah, they had the whole clap or snap, you know, talk during the promo. So The clap know. or snap. The clap. That's right. So uh, after that, we got to see the New Day in action going up against the Lucha Dragons, which is really good to see. I'm glad these guys are getting a little bit of spotlight. They get a chance to shine. They're at the point where they're going back and forth between the main roster and the Lucha, NXT, huh? Lucha. Lucha. Yeah. Um, and a couple of talent that have come up from NXT over the ca- uh, the past few years have, have done that, which I like because it's it's a chance to them for them to not solely go to the main roster where they'd get lost in the shuffle. It's like, okay, we can, we're in that transition phase where it's like we're on our way out, you know. So I, I like it. I thought they had a, a solid enough match. The, the crowd was into the Lucha Dragons. They were definitely chanting, New Day sucks. Um, so, I don't know. Tyler, what do you think about the matchup? Um, I like it. I like uh, watching Kalisto. Yeah. He's very fun, very fresh, very fast, um, very agile. So, really cool. So, Lucha Dragons end up getting the victory. We'll, we'll have to see how uh, the New Day takes it. So after that, we got to see Roman Reigns going up against who else? The Big Show, because we haven't seen that before, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah? At least not in the past week. So uh, I think someone said that they faced each other on television 13 times this year already, which is hmm. astounding. So I don't know. It's, it was a typical matchup. Roman Reigns ends up getting the victory. Anything to really add from it, Tyler? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, after that, we got to see Kane in his office get approached by the heel divas. Oh, man. I couldn't stand that promo. It was awful. You know who, who made me cringe when she talked and stuff? And Who? Which one? Is your girl Cameron? No. Oh. I can stand that. I can stand her. Summer Rae? Yeah, Bird Law. Oh, uh, Bird Law. Yeah. So, apparently, the divas... With like a battle royal to determine the number one contender. And they want it next week. Hey, you know what we should do uh, when it comes out? Uh, we should watch the Marine 4. No. Yeah. No. The Miz and Summer Rae. You can watch it. I will, uh, I will be. Doug will be down. I will happily be spending my time doing something no, else. No, you'll be watching it. Much more important. After that, we can watch the Chaperone. Nope. No, no, really, we need to watch the Marine 4, though. Well, you go right on ahead. Why are you not interested in Marine 4? Because I'm not interested. Give me a reason. I am not interested. Why are you not interested? Because I'm not interested. That makes no sense. It does. So uh, after that, we got to see Seamus come out saying, I'm a warrior among insects and I'm going to stomp all of you and Dolph Ziggler and 
everybody. And Mark Henry came well, out. Seamus and J. Bill, Sheamus. they say Zigger. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So Seamus goes up against Mark Henry. Tyler, what do you think about this matchup? Um, I actually walked out on this. I didn't really get to see. I saw his <laughs> promo, but I didn't get to see how the hell fast was this match. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too long. Seamus ended up getting the victory. So, again, it's sad to see like a guy like Mark Henry have to lose. But, you know, it's it's to establish Seamus as a, as a heel, all that good stuff. Yeah, done that with someone else. Well, yeah, but, you know, you got to have a big guy beat a bigger guy. So, to express dominance. So after that, we got to see a video promo from Bray Wyatt talking about the unknown. We don't know who he's talking about this time. Last time it was Undertaker. Who knows? What did he say? Saying, behold, the new face of fear and all that good jazz. He cut. He has cuts on his face. Does he? Yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. So after that, we got to see what the commentators called the match we thought we'd never see, which was idiotic. Yeah. That drove me nuts. I'm like, are you serious? This this is a match with no you you didn't think we would I see. I didn't think I was gonna see. Miz versus Miz Dow. Um Miz ended up cheating to get the win. Yep. Pulling the tights. Nothing really to take away from the matchup. Um I think this would be a good time for them to drop Miz Dow and go back to Sandow and then maybe have them face again and Sandow gets the win. But whatever. Who am I? Or maybe Miz Dow take over. The name Mizdow. <laughs> he becomes Mizdow? And then Mike uh, Miz becomes Mike. No. So, uh, anyways, yeah. So, Miz ends up getting the victory. What are you um, doing, Mike? Wow. This is Mike. Here comes Mike. No. That'd be terrible. <laughs> so, after that, we got to see the main event, triple threat match, Randy Orton, Ryback, and Roman Reigns going up together. I don't remember a whole lot about this matchup, but... You know, Rand- I remember it being short. Yeah, Orton ended up getting the victory after the authority came out. Stomp. Yeah, the authority came out and tried to attack, and you know they were like, oh, well, it's triple threat. There are no rules in this matchup, so everyone can attack one another. And uh, Orton did end up getting the victory, and Doug's delivering crotch chops. Um, so Randy Orton's the new number one contender. After the matchup, the authority continued their attack, giving the curb stump to uh, Randy Orton. <laughs> Get on the microphone if you're going to do it. He's going to jump crotch chop off the, off the top. I was going to jump off, do a jumping crotch chop off of that, but when I got up there, I was like, that's pretty high. That was awesome. <laughs> like, oh, God. Your head would have hit the <laughs> ceiling and... Glass would have gone over. That show would be hilarious. It would have been bad. So, uh, yeah, so the authority stands tall. I do a cross chop. I do like the Billy Gunn little. <laughs> and Randy Orton. <laughs> wow. Randy Orton ends up getting the win. So, overall thoughts on Raw? Uh, I thought it was kind of a I wish I hadn't Raw. missed it. <laughs> yeah. We're really, we're really selling you hard on it, aren't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, I legitimately was interested in watching well, it. I. It was just uh, one of those things where I just had to miss it this week. I think it would be better if Billy Gunn was on there. <laughs> you just want to see crotch chops. Yeah, well, not exactly the crotch chop, but he looks like he's like 
I don't know, slapping yeah. his junk or something. Slapping his junk. All right. So there you go. So that pretty much wraps up Raw. So uh, I, don't, I know you guys watched Lucha Underground. I was unfortunate I didn't get to catch it. So uh, I'll let you guys sad for talk you. about that. Yeah, I know. Sad. I'm kind of bummed. I don't have, like I said, I don't have cable. So sad. Um, but we got that hooked up now. You got so the hookup? We got the hookups. Holla, so, if you hear me. Holla. Holla. Yeah. Speaking of Scott Steiner. Make sure to listen. I to thought the, we did Master P because uh, someone brought Master P up at the. Oh, holler uh, if you hear me, Scott uh, Steiner. Uh, well, the, he took it from Master P. Oh, all right. We can do that too. Who's who had the Master P reference at the start of the show? Victor, right? No, no. Victor was telling Dino he's an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good with me. It was uh, Bazooka Majin. <laughs> dead to me. You're dead to me. Um. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so Lucha Underground this week was a really fun show. I had an r- excellent time watching it. I, I liked, uh, well, at the beginning, it had, um, what do you call it, where it's not in the ring, where it's in Dario Cueto's office, and it's like, what is that type of clip? Uh, it's not really a vignette, because it's, it's more like a, a vignette's more of like a, I don't know what you'd call it. It's just basically like a behind behind the scenes type thing. It was just. It was basically them showing. Big Rick came into Dario Cueto's office, um, with his uh, his cousin, who is the Mac, aka Willie Mac, um, and Killshot, uh, Kill who is um, God damn it, um, fuck, Shane Strickland. I'm sorry, Killshot, who is straight, Shane Strickland under a hood. And uh, they basically came in as his new entourage since he's been, he's sort of like had his feud out with uh, the crew. The crew. And uh, that's sort of done. So he's, ba- he's basically introducing the Mac and Killshot. He's about to burn him with this cigar because he said the word on the street was that you ordered the hit on me. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, basically, he to try to appease him, he's like, hey, look, I'm, I'm about to start. Uh, a tournament for these trios titles we're going to do. You guys can be in it or whatever. And they're basically, they were pretty much like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. And he stuck his hand out as if he was going to like shake it. And he was like, no, no, you know what I want. And so he like, Cueto had to like pay them all off with like stacks of bills. It was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I liked, I liked whenever um, they introduced Willie Mac as just the Mac. And he was in like, Cueto was like, what was your name? Uh, Daddy, Daddy Mac? Mac. And he's like, no, nah, just the Mac or whatever. Which is funny because when he got out in the ring, everyone knew knew his Willie Mac, and they were he got it like a really good reaction. They were chanting Willie Mac. He was he looked almost surprised that they like he was over in the building already. You know, um, I I like the those they had a few like stuff like that throughout the episode. And I I really enjoy. I mean, I enjoy the matches, but like I enjoy when they're in like Dario Cueto's office or in the locker room or wherever. Right. Yeah, it's good because like because. Heel authority figure is played out in pro wrestling. It just so happens that Cueto is an, a legitimate actor and he's like really good in his role. So like he's always on point. So it always comes across really well. But um, we started with that. He sort of pays them off and they sort of agree to be in the trios tournament as a team together. I guess we go to our first match, which is Johnny Mundo versus Angelico. And I thought this was really cool. Um, I could understand. I could see people either really being into this or really disliking this, like not jiving with it because it felt really, um, I can understand someone feeling that it felt really, um, choreographed because they did a lot of, um, they did a lot of like striking, uh, 
not not stri- I don't want to say striking exchanges. They did a lot of striking, like uh, ca- striking, counter striking, and like striking and dodging type things. Think like uh, think like kung fu movie type shit where they they did a bunch of like super like over the top like striking sequences. And uh, I could see someone saying that looks a little bit too choreographed for me, but I think it fits really well with like the Lucha Underground aesthetic because Lucha Underground is very like pulpy. It's very grindhousey. It's very like yeah. uh, exploitation movie. It's got this like they're they're just presenting wrestling in a different light, and it, it sort of vibes with that presentation for me. So I didn't mind like the the super choreographed stuff. Um, I thought it. It didn't. Ha- it, it certainly helped that it was everything was really crisp. You know, when you see like a lot of like super choreographed stuff, and the guys just don't nail it execution wise. Like you can tell they have this big sequence plan, but they don't just nail it. Yeah. Well, like these guys just like nailed like nailed the sequence. Um, how do you say his name? L. How do you say his name? L. Angelico. Angelico. I like. Uh, I think it's like Angelico, but pronounced with the accent, like the soft on the G. I like it. Like. Uh, when he gets hit, I like how he falls down and stuff. And I, I mean, I like his style, all this, like the kind of like, uh, how did, what is the look he has? Like, not a surfer, but like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's always like, um, I know he's like a pretty boy, but like, uh, yeah, he's always I, like he, doing his hair or whatever, yeah. like f- that little emo flip thing. Yeah. He's not emo, but I mean, you know what I mean? No, but, I got um, you. Yeah. But I like his style, how he's a high flyer and stuff, and I really enjoyed it between him and um, uh, Mundo. Mundo. I want to say Morrison, sorry. Uh, yeah, Mundo, Mundo yeah. used the uh, the arena a lot, and uh, they sort of played up the parkour thing, which always really bugs me. I didn't really like that part where he jumped on the rail to jump back. I didn't like that. But. I thought it was pretty I think if they had just done that in a regular match, I think it would have felt off or weird, but they had this sort of over-the-top match where they did all this, like, not not necessarily crazy stuff, but they did all this like well, like planned out, like whole like almost routine. Like they had that. That again, I could see people saying that felt way too choreographed. Didn't feel like a real fight. It felt like choreographed. But to me, in the setting, it's sort of like watching. They're sort of like this is a cool kung fu movie fight or something like that. I, I didn't get that. Feel. I was I was into it. I wasn't like oh this is very choreographed. I didn't. I wasn't thinking that way. Like if if WWE had put something on like this with guys who couldn't pull it off, I could see shitting on this. But yeah. they they sort of nailed it and it fits with the aesthetic. I don't like how they put over like I don't like how Stryker keeps saying like Mundo's like he's a parkour wrestler. Or they put over like parkour like it's a style of it's like it's not a martial art. It's not a it's not a fighting discipline. Parkour it can be it can be integrated into a fighting discipline, but. They put it over like it's a style of fighting, like it's like Muay Thai or something. He's like, he's yeah. a parkour, whatever. I was like, no, it, it, yeah. like lay off the parkour. We get that he uses the environment. It's cool. It's fine. It works with your setting, but shut the fuck up. It's not a fighting style. Yeah, it's not drunken true. boxing or something. It's not like Taekwondo. It's like it doesn't. It's not a genre. Of oh, fighting. you know karate? Well, he knows parkour. <laughs> yeah. It, so lay off that. I liked how they played up the Angelico coming out of the Toriyaman system, which if you don't know, Toriyaman sort of birth dragon gate there was sort of like a split with a company so like tori mine was the dragon gate system came out of tori mine system so okay. they sort of put it up him being trained by you know coming out of that tori system so that was kind of cool but um yeah we're probably going a little too long on this uh, match, all, all it was a highly enjoyable match and uh, i liked it yeah yeah but um it was cool so is the next thing i have these written down somewhere Hold on. the next was, was it the aero star 
right? Well, I think there was some segments kind of through. Oh, uh, there was a segment with that. Uh, the Black Lotus thing, yeah. Yeah, that was just weird. So I don't know what's going on very, with that. Very kung fu movie, like, you know. Yeah, like, very much. So so uh, help me try filling. Who is the, the, uh, the guy she's trying to kill? I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't I don't think that we've I don't think we've been told yet. Like I don't think we've been shown they've they've done some vague backstage segments where she's sort of talking to someone you can't see or and it may have been a week that I missed and they may have like shown him outright, but to my knowledge he has not he's not been to be to be I, I can't I couldn't tell from the segment and I don't know if it's someone who's already been on before. Did they say what her name was? No, uh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I may know if I saw her. I just can't remember. But, yeah, you, you're right. Uh, it's uh, very Kung Fu-esque or whatever. Yeah. I and mean, they, I, I enjoyed it. The, yeah. And then... Uh, they sort of did the Ma- Johnny Mundo, Alberto, El Patron backstage segment where they both sort of like... Smart-ass to each other. But yeah, they were smart-ass to each other. They were basically both just like, oh, hey, you know, like, yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, too. Oh, yeah, I'm also going to kick your ass when we get a chance. Whatever. It was very like... Uh, Smiling in someone's face when you Were know they in WWE together. I don't think so. Or I mean, Morrison if, was out before. I want to say Morrison was gone before he debuted, but I could be wrong about that. It might have been at the tail end. If so, it was at the tail end of Morrison's run. Um. Then, uh, so I forgot how many matches is Aerostar and Drago supposed to have? For best of the, five. So for a special opportunity, whatever that means. Yeah, it's best of five. As of before, the number one contender. Yeah, before this match, there was like a it was two to one for Aerostar and Drago actually wins here and it ties up the series two apiece. So they have like a deciding match, dude. How fucking bananas is Aerostar? He's fucking great. He does all this weird shit. Like again, like I can I I would understand if people like this style doesn't vibe with people, but like he does all that insane like. Uh, rope walking setup stuff where yeah you remember like not last week it may have been last week or the week before where he did he did the tight rope walk all the way down just to hit the hurricane rana but like this week he did that weird setup where he like flipped around like while turning from one corner of the rope to the other corner where he's like i, I know this does nothing for an audio podcast that i'm like twirling around so tyler can shake his head to me but he gets what i'm saying yeah yeah looks good yeah but uh, it was just sort of bananas but uh dude aerostar is really good he was, uh, was he actually, uh, he was at the, during WrestleMania weekend for, uh, he had a, he had a match, uh, on the WrestleCon like show WrestleCon, or whatever. Yeah. I think it was a three way between him, Jack Evans and uh, I want it, was it Hooventude? Was that the match? No, it could, it wasn't Hooventude. No, it was Ricochet, Ricochet, Jack Evans. No, that wasn't the match either. Was it? I don't know. Fuck. I can't remember. There was a lot of fucking shows of WrestleMania weekend. But if I, you talk, I will find out what that sh- what what that match was. I I've enjoyed all their matches so far between Jago and uh, Aerostar. Um, we will find out, I guess, soon what the special opportunity is. Uh, I would think is some shot at a title, or maybe the, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, they're debuting different types of titles. I don't I don't know. Like, like they're doing the tournament for the the three. Three, what would you call that? Three tag team? I don't know. Trios. Trios. Which I'm not used to trios titles, to be honest with you. But whatever. <laughs> um, I know I keep on saying this, but I like Drago's mask. 
The Dragon Man. It was Aerostar, Andrew Everett, and Doug Evans. I was okay. I fucked that up. You fucked up. Kid. <clears throat> but yeah, but it was a fun match. Uh, it's not my favorite match of the series between these two guys, but I, it's always fun to see Aerostar because he always does something bananas. And, um, um, and before the main event, they had a, another promo where um, Dario Cueto is talking to Sexy Star and, and pairing uh, Son of Havoc in it. She don't talk. And Helico. I can't remember if she's talked or not. I don't think she has. Yeah, she did because he was like, because uh, he was talking about the breakup or whatever because they bro- he broke up with her last week after he finally won a match or whatever. And he, she, he was like, she said something to the effect of she didn't get dumped by him. And like, cause when, remember when they're leaving, he says, for the record, I dumped her or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of, uh, that's not, wasn't a sexy star. That was, uh, L, um, I forgot. Ivelisse. Fuck. Yeah. Ivelisse. You're right. You're right. I am. I forgot about this. that segment. Yeah. They're talking, uh, Derek was talking to Ivelisse. Um, Son of Havoc and Angelica. Yeah. They're they, going to be, he a, made them a trio for the trio. Yeah. You're right. I fucked that up. And then there wasn't too much to that. Then another one where uh, Sexy Star was talking to Dario Cueto, and she paired him with um, Pentagon Jr. and um, Superfly. Yeah, that's your main event, which was Superfly, Sexy Star, Pentagon Jr. versus uh, Big Rick, the Mac, and Kill Shot. Which that was the only match left, right? Yeah. Skip everything. That's your main event. It was just a uh, basically like a big, uh, like bonkers trios match where they sort of. Uh, well, the, were the people who could do the crazy shit did the crazy shit, and then they let like Big Rick toss dudes around. Pentagon Junior first came out, cut a promo, and Sierra Moon Master. Um, what do you think about Pentagon Junior? You think he's cool? Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I like his moves and like Sierra Moon. He seems just he seems crazy. Yeah, well, see this the dynamic was that. Like, he didn't get along with the team. Yeah. Like, he's out trying to break everybody's arm and appease his master. So, it's in- they booked it interesting because you don't want to see Big Rick and his cousin and Killshot lose because it's their first time teaming together. You don't... Pentagon is somewhat being put... Is not even somewhat being pushed. Pentagon is sort of... I mean, is being pushed, like, as a single star. So, you don't want him to lose, but he didn't eat the fall... And he, the reason his team lost was because they weren't getting along. Like he didn't want to tag them in, and then whenever he was looking to tag back in, they didn't want to tag him back in. So it was this whole thing. So it was it made sense for them to sort of eat it, eat the um, yeah. the loss or whatever. But yeah, it was fun. Like Big Rick's team wins, and uh, that's your main event. It's a really fun show this week. I missed yeah. last week just because of Mania and Tyler's bachelor party and stuff. Yeah, but, I missed it too. But uh, yeah. I'd really recommend like you like tuning in if you can. It's a uh, it's a super fun show. I don't. It's only an hour. I mean, yeah, you yeah. enjoy it, and it's something different. So. It's it's just like a really different presentation. Like, and uh, you know, if you're looking for something different, this is definitely something different. Did you and, see uh, Ring of Honor? I did not. Okay, I, I know um, Ring of Honor. he's not on the mic right now, but Daniel. Oh, here here he comes. Uh, one of his favorite parts of Lucha Underground is Vampiro. So, <laughs> I got to see some of Ring of Honor. All right, you want to chat it out? Uh, for what I can remember, sure. Okay, yeah, so this week um, we sort of kicked off. It was Michael Elgin versus Will Ferrara. It's basically a squash match, more or less. It, they sort of did like a cool little twist on it where all, instead of just like a traditional squash where Elgin just beats the, I mean, he does just beat the shit out of Will Ferrara, but Ferrara's hope spots came out of 
Elgin just being trying to excess instead of just ending it and pinning him, he went for like excessive damage just to be a dick, and that's where hmm. Ferrari got his hope spots in. Like uh, Elgin was going for excessive damage in the corner, he hits a Yoshi tonic out of nowhere near fall, and then uh, he you know. Again, excessive damage. He gets a roll up for like was a big it good because I the few times I've seen Ferrara, I didn't really like him. I'm not sold on Ferrara. I think Ring of Honor is in some trouble. There, a lot of their guys are leaving. A lot of their guys are getting signed up. They're not signing anyone to contracts that I'm terribly interested in them having like as full time like roster members. And maybe that's because the climate of wrestling has changed so much where you've got. NXT signing up all these indie guys hoping they can tour and draw with these guys and maybe you're seeing these top name indie guys saying fuck your contract I may go there um, or maybe they are maybe Ring of Honor is trying to now build around guys they know are going to be there for a while and not get snatched up maybe that's why they're looking at Dijak maybe that's why they're looking at Ferrara maybe that's why they're looking at um, <sighs> fuck Ashley Remington's Ring of Honor Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle thank you uh, maybe that's why they're building around these guys. Guys they see could have some promise but aren't there yet, so they build, they grow with the product, and maybe people buy in early and they stick around longer, and so they can pay that off. But the thing about it is, like, Ring of Honor, is this their roster is this like really weird mesh right now where I don't know if you saw the spoilers from this week's tapings, but they paid off the, the, the Red Knight thing. Like, did you see that? Oh, no. I won't go into spoilers for people who don't know because it's going to be on TV and shit. But um, Ring of Honor's roster is, instead of, like, top-tier indie guys, like, right now, like, the best they can can have right now, they've got this weird mishmash of ex-Ring of Honor guys who have gone to WWE, didn't work out, gone to TNA, didn't work out, tried other things, didn't work out, now they're back in Ring of Honor, and really young guys who have little, very little experience, like, Dijak and Ferrar. So this weird, like really young guys and really old guys, and they don't have any guys who are like in their pro- like career primes right now. So it's like this weird thing. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Choppa finished up with them over Mania yep. weekend. Yeah, AC8. They're they're looking to to sign ACH when his contract's up. Supposedly he was at the NXT taping, uh, the Mania NXT stuff before the Ring of Honor show was even up. He finished wow. his match and went to the NXT things. Wow. They're looking at ACH. You know, Briscoe's been rumored for a while. I'd bet my ass that they signed Adam Cole. I don't know why it happened yet. Probably just because he's injured. But uh, well, for sure. Well, he signed a, a new contract with Ring of Honor. Did he? Not too long ago. I remember seeing it. Mm. <clears throat> I, I I have to believe that he's a guy they're interested in. I don't know why mm-hmm. he's not signed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they have... If you look at who they have, they have... Um, I'm just blanking on names. To, I, Joe? I don't know. Old Joe's on his way out. He's just doing a couple of shows or whatever. But they have... um. Damn, I can't think of names today. Bobby Fish, not Bobby Fish. Kyle Raleigh. Kyle Raleigh is a good guy to build around. Mm-hmm. I think he's still under contract. I assume he's still under contract. That's a he's a he's a good guy to have. Uh, they have Elgin, but they sort of like the way they pushed him. He sort of they fucked him. I don't I don't know what's up with that. They're losing so many dudes. I don't. They're losing so many dudes, and the people who they're refilling the roster with just aren't hitting the same spots. And I don't know what they're going to do. I, I'm afraid for their product in like six months to hmm. see where it would be. But I, I guess that was like a long-winded thing of Will Ferrar. I don't know why I went on a tangent there. No, you're good. But uh, <laughs> basically, Elgin like then tried to. Oh, did you have anything about the match or whatever? Uh, I didn't get to see that one. I did get to see Elgin come out. Later yeah. On. Like um. So. 
uh, Hanson and Roe had like a basically a jobber squash match where they just like toss dudes around like they weren't shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Elgin comes out and says, you know, I remember Kelsey was like, she like glanced up when the match started, and then I was like, oh, there it is, and she was like, wow, that did not take long. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what they call a jobber match. Yeah, War Machine just squashed these dudes, and uh, they didn't even have a name. They had names, but I can't remember them, <laughs> and I wasn't familiar <laughs> with them. Something. <laughs> they didn't but even get an entrance. Elgin comes out, and this made no sense to me because <laughs> no no one looked good in this because Elgin comes out, he he challenges the tag team to a handicap match, and of course they're the big badasses. They're not backing down. Of course he's trying to say, ha, I'm tough. I'll challenge these guys. They basically have a two-minute match where War Machines actually starts working him over. It's like a cat and mouse thing where he's getting away from him, getting some shots in. They take over control again, and then he just says, fuck this, I'm out. So no one looked good in it. <laughs> That's and weird. didn't he use a chair or something like that? He did, he yeah. did. But but did he hit Hanson or Roe with it? They just shook it off. They're like, whatever. Yeah, I think he hit Roe. Probably. They <sighs> they didn't look good I because... There, I'm like, this makes no sense. Of course they couldn't back down, and of course they, they weren't going to finish the match, so... They didn't necessarily look good. He didn't necessarily look good. I didn't get the point of this. The heel I'll, work in the... The handicap. Yeah, I didn't get the point of this other than the whole, we don't have enough guys to fill the TV time. Maybe we're going to make Elgin pull double duty here. Yeah, I, okay. It was weird. I don't know. Um, I think the next match was ACH versus QT Marshall. Uh, again, it was just like, it was a TV match where they have like one of their, one of their like over established guys versus a, a lesser talent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, QT tried for a 450 of his own, fucked up. ACH laughed at him, hit his own 450. More, <laughs> more like pretty much what it was. And uh, what was your main event? Mark Briscoe versus uh, AJ Styles. Yeah, Styles is in. Ooh, how was that? Uh, we also had uh, the the decade. Oh, you're right. You're right. The Colby Carino stuff. They're mm-hmm. playing off the um, like the decades looking for a new young boy in Colby Carino, which is Steve Carino's son. They sort of inducted him in to take the old um, the Adam Page slot from where. He's moved up to a, I mm-hmm. guess, not a young boy anymore. Old boy. Old boy. Old young boy. No. <laughs> but yeah, man, Mark Briscoe and AJ Styles had a pretty solid little TV main event. Nothing yeah. too special, but it was fun. I remember I was watching that with uh with my soon-to-be brother-in-law, or my fiance's brother-in-law. Is that still brother-in-law? I don't know. Anyways. I don't know how that works. I was watching it with a dude. His name's Trey. He's a pretty cool dude. That's going to be your brother-in-law. Yeah. He's a cool dude, um, and you know he watches Ring of Honor every once in a while. He, you know, he's not a diehard follower, right? Um, but when it came to the finish, when AJ used the Styles Clash, he was like, "Wow, they're still using it even after he broke those dudes' necks." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, man, it's one of the most you know established finishers going right now." Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I thought the match was was okay from what I got to see. It was like it was Easter whenever I was watching it, so yeah. I was you know having to mingle while it was going on so right i was taken away from it yeah so not too not bad, too bad. it's a fine main event mm-hmm. the rest of the show is sort of like uh kind of fillery and the, what was that commercial with the briscoe brothers i like Good i Lord. was like a, uh it was like the prostate exam yeah or whatever. yeah i like mark briscoe he had, the, up your sleeves. he had the uh he had like the hand signal he's like stay tuned after the break for he said something and something and then like uh pro- I can't, I'm spacing on it, but it's hilarious. Because, you know, his, like, goofy gimmick, he's yeah. like, I don't know. It was very it weird. Me up. So, yeah, so good stuff. If you want Mark Briscoe to, like, 
sell you uh check your prostate your prostate yeah the good stuff there you go so uh thanks guys with that being said it's time to go in the q a portion of the show your questions our answers only question to us from this this week from hugh saying hey guys i'm hoping to go to next year's wrestlemania in arlington i was wondering if you guys have any ideas for fun things besides what I already hope to do, which is go to Six Flags and do a bunch of cool WrestleMania activities. I'll also try and get my hands on a rolled chicken taco, as I've never had one. I can't spell the proper name for it. Taquito. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You have a great podcast. I'm not super familiar with the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but I would, me personally, a lot of the draw for WrestleMania weekend is a, a lot of the... Uh, WWE and live and the Ring of Honor stuff. I would recommend mm-hmm. trying to see those shows if you can, just because it's like a really fun experience to be part of the crowd. Absolutely, yeah. hell yeah! They got Other a lot that, of fun stuff there. I don't know anything about the town really, but yeah, I mean it depends on what you're into. Really, Dallas sort of has everything you could really want. Um, so I mean, it's really up to you as far as what you want to go do. Um, you know, they got good shopping centers, awesome food. So there are a lot of celebrities and established like football players who have their own restaurants. So really good barbecue places for you to go and check out. But yeah, Undertaker lives there. Yeah. Nothing, nothing if I can manage. No, but uh, um, you know, go to the Ring of Honor shows, the Super Cards matches that they always have. Any any indie shows that you might be able to go to, definitely check that out as well. It depends on how long you're going to be there. If you're just flying in just for mania and like raw afterwards then you know your time will be limited but you know the more time you have obviously the more time you get to go exploring so maybe maybe we'll try if we have time like this coming up here we'll do like a a weekend preview from like mm-hmm. all the stuff that's going on we'll sort of like, so like we did talk. last year or yeah for 30 yeah, but I mean, I mean, like breakdown wise, like maybe we'll be like, this is what this is Ring of Honor's card. This is what you look forward to. This oh, is yeah. this card. Maybe if we have time, we'll try and do like a like a breakdown of the matches and the cards mm-hmm. over the weekends. Yeah, that'd be good. We can do something like that. So, so yeah, so definitely be on the lookout. It'd be really cool. Thanks for the question. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, Show Me This Podcast, our YouTube page, Show Me This Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. I feel like I, feel like I rambled f- for fucks long and the show's under an hour. That's weird. Yeah. We're never under an hour. Well, it's because all the hot topics and good stuff will be featured on this week's episode of WNS on KIKR. Don't, don't say the good stuff. That makes it sound like they're wasting well, their time. all the hot this. topics. All the hot topical news that we, uh, uh, that we dive uh. in. AJ Lee retiring. The good part of the show uh, is on the other show. You know, our, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about Cena being on Jericho's podcast, uh, Hulk Hogan and Scott Steiner. Uh, it's a, a trivia game. So did we fuck, yeah, did we terrible. We did terrible on that. So, so yeah. So make sure to at least download the Sports Radio Bone One app and and be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Do not search Codcast to find don't, us. Yeah, Just don't search do that. Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do all that shit. Go pick up Bloodborne. It's a good game. We should be playing. <laughs> should be playing that shit until Mortal Kombat X comes yeah. out. <laughs> Tyler's amped up for that. Anyway, uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear slash Codcast. So there you go. So thanks for everyone for listening. We certainly appreciate it. I am Daniel Heron. 
I am Tyler Aper. I'm Doug, and may the good blood guide your way. And we will check you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>